Yo, welcome to Flipping These Tables. This is Josue. And you can catch me on Twitter at Philly underscore Sway. That's S-W-A-Y. You can catch me on the book at Josue. That's spelled J-O-S-U-E Garcia. You can catch me on on the gram at Philly underscore Sway. Um, and welcome, man. Hope you enjoy this podcast. Rate it. Um, share it if you if you feel this is a podcast mainly about whatever I feel like talking about. Sometimes, every once in a while, my wife will join on, and we'll talk about whatever issues we feel like talking about. We might talk about our week. We might talk about what's going on in the news. We might talk about something that's going on in the church or in our community. Um, we just we just talk. I'm just going to talk. You won't hear my voice a lot, but um, I wanted to talk about a few things today. Um, first thing I want to talk about is, is, um, is the president Donald Trump, uh, sending the national guard down to the Mexican border. And I'm talking about ASAP. The dude is sending these guys down there ASAP. You know, he's talking about caravans. He's talking about MS-13 and he's talking about fentanyl and he's talking about opioids, right? He, but we're not going to mention the fact that, oh, like the opioid crisis, was created <clears throat> by pharmaceutical companies here in the states. I'm not going to say that, and I'm not. I'm, all, I'm also not going to say that the opioid crisis is in the state, and it is what it is because doctors really did over um, medicate people. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going to mention that part. I'm just going to say that, that those are the things that he said. He's mentioned MS-13. He's mentioned huge caravans. He's mentioned um, opioids and heroin and all this, right? And um, gangs and he's mentioned all this stuff. And truth be told, man, man, like immigrants are some of the most civilized, compassionate, loving people in our country civilized in that they are human they express themselves humanely and they love humanely they have flaws and they accept it they're doing things a little uh, a, a, a little wrong you know some people they don't have their documents they aren't documented but what is that what is documented? What is? Why are we even putting that label on people as documented? And and then we treat them like third class citizens when they're undocumented. Like what is that? They're human beings, and they need to be working towards um, citizenship. Yeah, I agree with that. But we also have to make it equitable. We also have to make it affordable as a country for people to become citizens. I'm talking about folks is spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on this citizenship process. People are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars for themselves, their children. I'm talking about really, really spending dough that they don't have. Why? How? How? How do? They, because they can't get jobs like everybody else got a job. They can't get jobs like everybody else got a job. Not not all of them, 
you know, because some of them have their work visas, some of them have their green cards, but even then, even when they got their green cards and even when they got their their, their, their visas and, and, and all that, even when they got all their ducks in a row, if ICE catches them on the street, going home, somebody calls ICE on them for whatever reason, it could be racism, really. What, what's going to happen? They're going to get detained and possibly deported. We see the time and time again this year and the end and last year. We see the time and time again. It's crazy, right? So Obama has deported more people than any other president. But at the same token, Obama also made sure that people were treated humanely. He also made sure that criminals were the ones that were sent back or people who were just really delinquent. He made sure that if people had families, they were together here in the States. He made the, he made it happen. That's part of, of what DACA was all about, really. And to have a, <laughs> to, to have a military style police or military police really out on the border with the consent to abuse people. And I say that because Donald Trump has openly stated that he wants police officers, border patrol, sheriff's department, law enforcement all together to like, he doesn't mind if they're a little rough with the people who they're detaining. So I wouldn't be surprised if the National Guard at the border under Trump ends up really abusing their power against people trying to come into the country. And what I mean by abusing their power, because see, that's that's the thing. People say they're not abusing their power. Why or how? Because Donald Trump gave them the power to do whatever they want. But that's not the point. The point is there is an authority higher than Donald Trump. There's an authority higher than Donald Trump, and that authority is God, right? And and God does not condone murder. He does not condone murder. As a matter of fact, it's one of the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not murder. We read that in, in Exodus 20, right? And what, so, so what happens? People are searing their consciences, man. We have, we have Christian National Guardsmen and women. We have Christians who are in the military, and they're searing their consciences under this current administration because they have to do things that their religion up, like doesn't condone and outright rejects and condemns. It's wild, man. I, I just pray that this, this doesn't happen. I pray that it doesn't turn into a violent border where people are shooting at our guys and we're shooting at innocent people. I really hope it doesn't turn into that. I really hope that through this, people don't become radicalized. People forget, man, that the whole reason that MS-13 exists is because back in the 80s, there was a civil war and people were abused. People forget that it is that, that, that those policies back then that really galvanized people to become MS-13 and become guerrillas and become 
people who were against the government in a violent way. People forget that. People forget that overseas, people have become radicalized because of what their governments or the government around them does to them. People forget that, man. And it's the truth. It's the truth, man. This is history. This is history. When you have people who abuse their power in government, especially at, at, at the highest level like Donald Trump is, when you abuse that, people look at it as they're out to get me and my people who are weak, who are poor, and they're like, yo, we got to get together and we got to stop them. So what does that become? That be- Then it becomes a, a terrorist cell. It becomes a, ter- a terrorist organization. It becomes a, rash, uh, a radicalized organization because now they really want to fight. They want to fight back. But enough of that. I don't say enough of that because, you know, it's not important. I say enough of that because it's been over nine minutes. Um, and I don't want to spend too much time on Donald Trump, even though I think it's important. Maybe some other time I'll talk some more about it. But um, another thing that, that just happened um, this week is is MLK 50, man. Um, 50 years since the death of Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, the dude was a was a hero man and it's crazy because what what i find interesting is um had martin luther king been alive today he would have been called a a marxist he would have been called a socialist he would have been called a race baiter he would have been in the same category i mean the reason why people look at jesse jackson and that uh, and, and that al sharpton um and brothers like that the way they do is because there's a a real animus towards what they're trying to say and their message, and that was Dr. King's, King's message, man. So, so, it, so I, I, I'm, I'm all for, you know, being thankful that everybody's recognizing Dr. Martin Luther King. But let, let's not get it twisted. If Martin Luther King was alive today, it wouldn't be honor. It would be slander. It would be all kinds of ne- negative publicity. It would be still murder threats. It would still be all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and I think it's hypocritical, man. I think it's hypocritical. You know, if and then people say, you know, if 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 I was if I was alive back then, I would have been side by side with Dr. Martin Luther King, fighting for civil rights. But I don't see that happening either. I don't see that happening. I'm going to tell you why. There's still people today, well-meaning people, sincere people, people who love people, people who have friends who are different from them, right? People who aren't um, racist, um, per se. Um, but as soon as a as an officer shoots an, an unarmed black person, or, or, or as soon as ICE detains... Um, a mother taking their taking her children to school they want facts they want to know what's going on why they want to know why why's the what, what, what was Stefan Clark doing hopping fences what was he doing before they shot him what was he doing why did they shoot him right like we want to know the facts 
We, 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 we want to know why he has such a lengthy criminal history. We want to know, we, and, and, and then we internalize that, and, we, and at that point, we're justifying his death, and we're like, yeah, well, you know what? Maybe he deserves to die. Maybe he should have just complied with the officers. But if we look at the video, he didn't have any time to comply. And that's what Martin Luther King was about. He wanted to know what was the thought process that led to the death of Stephon Clark. He wants to, he wanted to know why is it that the Brown brothers and sisters have to constantly look behind them to make sure that that immigration officers aren't following them. I mean, people are for real paranoid. Me, I'm, I'm, I am a Latino, right? I am a Latino. When you look at me, you can tell I'm Latino. When I see someone who, who does not look like they're from the United States, and I mean that like visually, like I know that they are from Central or South America or Mexico, and I'm like, I, I say, what's up in Spanish? You know, I say hi, right? They look at me with, like, with this look of suspicion. They look at me with this look of suspicion, right? And I can't even imagine how they feel being around people who they, who they can't tell who's who. They can't tell who's a friend and who isn't. And Martin Luther King would have wanted to know why they have to live that way. You know what I'm saying? We want all the facts. But truth is, the facts in America don't always add up. And the facts in America don't always mean that the outcome was the right outcome. Because here's the facts. People are undocumented. People are not citizens of the United States of America. Those are the facts. But here are also the facts. People are human beings and they should be treated as such. Here's some more facts. There are laws. There are laws against people who are here in this country illegally. Here's some more facts. Those same people who are here illegally should be afforded an affordable way to become citizens in this country. That's real. That's facts. It is way too expensive to become a citizen in the United States of America. It's way too expensive. When you're working a job fussing tables, it's way too expensive. When you are taken advantage of because you're not documented and you're fixing roofs and you're cutting grass and you're working on farms, it is way too expensive. When, here's some more facts. Here's some more facts. I just want to really draw this out. Stefan Clark had a criminal record. Facts. Here's some more facts. The police department, upon arriving at the scene, already made up their mind that Stefan Clark was most likely armed and dangerous facts 
How do we know? Because upon telling, upon commanding Stephon Clark to show his hands, they didn't even give him a second thought before they started firing, screaming, gun, gun, gun. Facts. Fact is, Stephon Clark ain't have a chance. The fact is, we still ain't here whether or not he was the guy that they were looking for in a 911 call. Facts. So after he's dead, all those facts don't matter. Because at the end of the day, the fact is, all he had in his hand was a cell phone. And he died because people assumed that he was armed and dangerous based on their implicit bias. And Dr. King would have wanted to know why people thought of Stefan Clark in that way. So I thought that was a bit, that's my, um, that's my, that's my time, y'all. Um, if you like this podcast and you want to, to hear some more, um, rate it so people can find it, um, share it so people can, can hear it, um, and subscribe to it and, and, and all the ways that you can. All right, deuces.